Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 119, verses 97 through 120. I love your instruction. I think about it constantly. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, because it is always with me. I have greater insight than all my teachers, because I contemplate your laws. I have more understanding than the elders because I guard your precepts. I haven't set my feet on any evil path, so I can make sure to keep your word. I haven't deviated from any of your rules because you are the one who has taught me. Your word is so pleasing to my taste buds, it's sweeter than honey in my mouth. I'm studying your precepts, that's why I hate every false path. Your word is a lamp before my feet and a light for my journey. I have sworn, and I fully mean it, I will keep your righteous rules. I have been suffering so much. Lord, make me live again according to your promise. Please, Lord, accept my spontaneous gifts of praise. Teach me your rules. Though my life is constantly in danger, I won't forget your instruction. Though the wicked have set a trap for me, I won't stray from your precepts. Your laws are my possessions forever, because they are my heart's joy. I have decided to keep your statutes forever, every last one. I hate fickle people, but I love your instruction. You are my shelter and my shield. I wait for your promise. Get away from me, you evildoers. I want to guard my God's commandments. Sustain me according to your word so I can live. Don't let me be put to shame because of hope. Support me so I can be saved and so I can focus constantly on your statutes. You discard everyone who strays from your statutes because they are dishonest and false. You dispose of all the wicked people on earth like waste. That's why I love your laws. My body shudders because I fear you. I'm in awe of your rules. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Numbers, chapter 11, verses 24 through 33. So Moses went out and told the people the Lord's words. He assembled 70 men from the people's elders and placed them around the tent. The Lord descended in a cloud, spoke to him, and took some of the spirit that was on him and placed it on the 70 elders. When the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but only this once. Two men had remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the second named Medad, and the spirit rested on them. They were among those registered, but they hadn't gone out to the tent, so they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, Nun's son, and Moses' assistant since his youth responded, My master Moses, stop them. Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? If only all the Lord's people were prophets with the Lord, placing his spirit on them. Moses and Israel and Israel's elders were assembled in the camp. A wind from the Lord blew up and brought quails from the sea. It let them fall by the camp about a day's journey all around the camp and about three feet deep on the ground. Then the people arose and gathered the quail all that day, all night, and all the next day. The least collected were ten homers, and they laid them out around the camp. While the meat was still between their teeth and not yet consumed, the Lord's anger blazed against the people. The Lord struck the people with a very great punishment. Today's epistle reading comes from the book of Romans, chapter 1, 28 through chapter 2, verse 11. 
Since they didn't think it was worthwhile to acknowledge God, God abandoned them to a defective mind to do inappropriate things. So they were filled with all injustice, wicked behavior, greed, and evil behavior. They are full of jealousy, murder, fighting, deception, and malice. They are gossips, they slander people, and they hate God. They are rude and proud, and they brag, they invent ways to be evil. They are disobedient to their parents. They are without understanding, disloyal, without affection, and without mercy. Though they know God's decision that those who persist in such practices deserve death, they not only keep doing these things, but also approve others who practice them. So every single one of you who judge others is without any excuse. You condemn yourself when you judge another person, because the one who is judging is doing the same things. We know that God's judgment agrees with the truth, and his judgment is against those who do these kind of things. If you judge those who do these kind of things while you do the same things yourselves, think about this. Do you believe that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you have contempt for the riches of God's generosity, tolerance, and patience? Don't you realize that God's kindness is supposed to lead you to change your hearts and life? You are storing up wrath for yourself because of your stubbornness and your heart that refuses to change. God's just judgment will be revealed on the day of wrath. God will repay everyone based on their works. On the one hand, he will give eternal life to those who look for glory, honor, and immortality based on their patient good work. But on the other hand, there will be wrath and anger for those who obey wickedness instead of the truth because they are acting out of selfishness and disobedience. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. But there will be glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does what is good, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. God does not have favorites. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 9. At that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then he called a little child over to sit among the disciples and said, I assure you that if you don't turn your lives around and become like this little child, you will definitely not enter the kingdom of heaven. Those who humble themselves like this little child will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. As for whoever causes these little ones who believe in me to trip and fall into sin, it would be better for them to have a huge stone hung around their necks and be drowned in the bottom of the lake. How terrible it is for the world because of the things that cause people to trip and fall into sin. Such things have to happen, but how terrible it is for the person who causes those things to happen. If your hand or your foot causes you to fall into sin, chop it off and throw it away. It's better to enter into life crippled or lame than to be thrown into the eternal fire with two hands or two feet. If your eye causes you to fall into sin, tear it out and throw it away. It's better to enter into life with one eye than to be cast into a burning hell with two eyes. shaking let hearts awaken our God is moving forever
ever-changing us. There is a trembling, there is revival, the sound of worship so great and glorious. Holy Spirit, hear us now. Breathe on us, holy fire fall. Come and fill this place with your presence. Like a rushing wind, send your spirit here. Breath of heaven, breathe on us. Breath of heaven, breathe on us. There is a shaking, let hearts awaken. Our God is moving, forever changing us. There is a trembling, there is revival, the sound of worship, so great and glorious. Holy Spirit, hear us now, breathe on us, holy fill this place with your presence like a rushing wind send your spirit here breath of heaven breathe on us breath of heaven breathe on us lift up your hands and shout the Lord is with us now. Lift up your voice and sing. He is holy. Lift up your hands and shout. The Lord is with us now. Lift up your voice and sing. He is holy. Lift up your hands and shout. The Lord is with us now. Lift up your voice and sing. He is holy. Lift up your hands and shout, the Lord is with us now. Lift up your voice and sing, He is holy. So breathe on us, holy fire fall. Come and fill this place with your presence like a rushing wind. Send your spirit here, breath of heaven, breathe on us. Breath of heaven, breathe on us. Breath of heaven, breathe on us. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. 
as we depart this time together, go with these opening words out of Psalm 81. Rejoice out loud to God our strength. Shout for joy to Jacob's God. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Breathe on Us, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.